This is Simple Roots Radio, episode 39. And today's show is a sneak peek behind the scenes. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Alexa. And as always, I just want to remind you that this show is dedicated to simplifying your health, allowing you to live with more purpose, more joy, and ultimately achieve the lasting health you've been looking for. Today is a very big show, one I have been waiting to share with you for months and months. And really, it just boils down to the heart, the passion, and the mission behind the Nourish Planner. And in sharing this, I have my friend, business partner, mentor, and co-creator, Heidi Larson from Foodie Crush on the show. In this show, we're going to dig into our How Our Past Met, the winding journey to developing the Nourish Planner, and of course, some of Heidi's favorite things. But before we dig into the show, I wanted to tell you a little bit more about the Nourish Planner because it is now live and for your buying. The Nourish Planner is a 12-month printed spiral-bound planner that helps you to stay focused and really just begin to live the life of your dreams. It contains so many elements that come together to create this great tool that's going to help you make those small goals day in and day out to make 2017 one of the best years yet. It contains things like goal-setting guides, tips, tricks, and hacks, monthly and weekly calendars, to-do lists, seasonal meal planning guides, weekly meal planners, and so much more. The intent behind it all is really to help you create a healthier and more whole life focus just for you. It's a place to take pen to paper and make your story your own. I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am for this project, but Heidi and I will dig into that in the show. For now, if you'd like to learn more about the Nourish Planner, head on over to nourishplanner.com to learn more and even download a free week planning page. I hope you'll check it out and maybe even choose to join this journey with us. 2017 is going to be a great year. So now let's dig into the show and get a behind the scenes look at the creation of the planner and our heart with it all. Welcome to the show, Heidi. I'm really excited to have you on and talk about our latest project and just kind of our story and how we met. So thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Alexa. Yeah. yeah. So uh, why don't you just... <laughs> finally, finally. I know, right? finally, right. I I feel like we've had this, I don't want to say secret relationship, but apparently you just told me that we've been talking about working on a project together for two years, which I thought it was just a year. So I don't even know where two years has gone, but we've been talking and working on projects and really getting to know each other quite well, even though we've only met once in person. I lose track yep, of time. Just the one time. Yeah. Where were we? Were we in Minis- Ohio, right? Oh, weren't we in Minneapolis? Oh, Minneapolis. Yeah. 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 No, it's, I looked back over the, oh, back through my emails and it was December 9th of 2014 when you reached out to me and said, Hey, will you take a look at this project that I'm working on? And I was like, sure. And then I looked, looked through stuff and I was just really impressed with what you were doing and how you were taking the food space from not just providing recipes and kind of the normal thing that a lot of us food bloggers are doing, but you are also really into helping other people improve their lives. And that's something that is really important to me too, but I wasn't doing it the way that you were doing it. And so I was really intrigued. Right. And I mean, from my perspective at the time in 2014, my blog would have only been oh, maybe a little over a year old. And so when I reached out to you, I never had any idea that you would ever respond back to me because you were like, you had been, how long had you been blogging at that time in 2014? You started your blog when? Um, I think it was 2011. So I, so I have been a creative director and um, been in magazine publishing for way too long. (laughs) I used to do a lot of health food magazines, um, bodybuilding magazines. I did uh, 
MMA fighter magazines, NASCAR magazines, anything that was kind of custom publishing. But my biggest magazine that I worked on was when I was in Los Angeles and worked on a custom publication for general nutrition centers. And um, we would go out to almost 2 million people a month talking about the magazine would go out to um, those people talking about health and fitness and just and more ways of how to improve people's lives. Mm -hmm. um, but then when we lived in L.A., we um, I'm a Salt Lake City native, that's uh, in Salt Lake City, Utah, and we had moved to L.A., Venice, California um, to work in publishing. My husband came with me. I was working, blah, blah, blah. And after being there for about nine years, I got pregnant, which was somewhat unexpected. And we ended up having uh, to decide whether we wanted to stay in LA or move back to Utah because it's just so incredibly expensive to mm -hmm. live there with a child and we have no support system. So um, I left that field of natural health, but it has always been really um, something I believe in and it coincides with my love for cooking. And right. then also <laughs> the blog kind of coincided because I love to give people, I, I kind of call myself a Julie McCoy cruise director <laughs> on the love boat, where I just love to be able to give people advice on making their lives better. Some people will call it bossy, but I don't look at it that way. I look at it more like if somebody says, oh, I'm going to go out to eat. I am the first one to say, oh, you know where you should try is this, this, and this, and this. Or I just, I don't know. It's all with good intentions. So when we moved back here to Utah, I was the um, art director for a, a regional city magazine where I really learned to talk about people and how to uh, feature people and the local chefs and business people here in Salt Lake City. And um, from that, while I was working in publishing and the print publishing side of things, blogs came about and became very popular and I became really interested in how the food blog phenomenon was really taking off and I was like you know it's so cool that these food bloggers are creating recipes and and really influencing the way that people live right and how they interact with food and how they can actually get back into the kitchen and I thought you know it would be really cool to feature some of these food bloggers um in a way that's almost like a behind the scenes. My my original intention was it for was to create a magazine that was sort of like an in style type oh, magazine where you right. would like be able to go into their houses and see what their kitchens were like and kind of behind the scenes and really show a different side of them. And uh, so I created my own magazine. That was the very first intention. I was working full time at my um, other city magazine job. But then I was like, I want to create a magazine that features food bloggers. And I had met Maria from Two Peas and Their Pod dot com um, because I reached out to her to see if she would be interested in doing a feature, a food feature in our Salt Lake City magazine. And she's like, Yeah, sure. So we worked together on that, and then we were kind of talking about how food blogging was coming up. She had. She was maybe a year or two in, and she was still working at the time. And she ended up quitting her job and went full-time doing the blog. And she's like, Heidi, you should totally do this. But if you do it, you need to start your own blog so that people know who you are, and you're going to have to create your own recipes. I was like, what? I don't want to create recipes. I just want to showcase other people. But along with... Her and my friend Courtney from BeMoreWithLess.com, they both gave me some amazing advice on how to start my own food blog, mentored me, and that kind of thing. And so I created a food magazine called Foodie Crush, and its intention was to feature other food bloggers. Um, along the way, I that was in 2011, I ended up quitting my job in about a year and a half later and did go full time with doing the blog and the magazine, but the magazine became a little overwhelming and I was finding a lot more joy and felt like I was serving a community better right. by just 
mostly blogging. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of where that all led to, uh, mm-hmm. or I guess where it went. And that's what I'm doing now. I still have, there's about five, five or six issues of Foodie Crush Magazine still online that you can see. And they're, oh my gosh, people were so generous to donate their ideas, their photography, their recipes, and be featured in those magazines. And that meant so much to me. But my intention has always been to kind of uh, hopefully help others and feature not only food bloggers and their recipes, but so that that might influence other people in the kitchen to improve their own health. So when you reached out to me and you're like, I'm doing this little, this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. these programs and all this stuff, I was like, okay, this is really cool. She's, she's got the same mindset where it's like, she wants to get out and help improve other people's lives. And that's something I would like to do more of too. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I reached out to you because I loved your magazine. And I think I originally reached out because I was thinking about starting an online magazine. And I think that was my intent. And literally, I never expected you to contact me back. And you did. And I was kind of like blown away by it. And I think it started from our first phone call. Something um, happened in the first phone call that we talked. So... Yeah. So you've come a long ways and you've been through a lot of experiences. And it's kind of funny that it's all leading up to what we just created. So we just launched the Nourish Planner. What does the planner mean to you? All along, like what has been your vision and your mission, like kind of your heart behind the planner? Well, I am a huge pen and paper calendar systemer wannabe junkie. (laughs) I I love calendars. I love lists. I love notepads. I, I collect every single frigging pen that comes out (laughs) because it might be better than the next one or the one I had before. I'm, I just love print. Mm -hmm. I love magazines. I tried to, like I said, I tried doing the online magazine, but to me, it just didn't fulfill what I crave, which Mm -hmm. is print everything. I've tried doing digital calendaring systems. I've bought every app out there that creates to-do lists to make my life more efficient. And I'm telling you, I used to be so organized. I was such a good planner and I would make all of my lists and check them off. And, you know, I would run departments of people or, right. you know, different things. And I was able to keep everything together I swear, I don't know if it's just that I've gotten older and, and, you know, having a daughter and a family and, and a business now to run and things like that. There's just so much more to kind of keep organized. And I've found that over the past couple of years, I was the mom that was always like, Hey, Christy, when's the next basketball game? (laughs) Or, Oh, Nicole, oh, shoot, we're supposed to take this and this and this for school. How come nobody told me? Well, it's not their responsibility to tell me. And I just needed a better system. And I started kind of keeping a system that is a little bit, that I didn't know at the time, but it's a little bit bullet journaling. um, It was more um, organizing my to-do list and a big big Mm -hmm. notebook that I would buy every time, Mm -hmm. uh, every year at Target and I would create a list that was a combination of daily lists and a weekly overview for each page. And then I would move, you know, whatever I didn't get done, I'd move to the next page, move to the next page. And I always buy, I I swear, I go and I probably buy five calendars every year to be more organized because the last one didn't work. And so after we were talking, you and I, and we had what? we had a couple of other projects that we were kind of noodling around and not just noodling, but finishing. Right, right. (laughs) And then you had had brought up about just off the cuff, it was so funny. Remember how we were almost done with? Yeah. Yeah, we were almost done and I brought it up. Yeah. And you were like, oh, let's, you know, I've been kind of thinking about a calendar. I was like, okay. Hold the phone, drop the mic. This is it. Through this other stuff, we're putting this stuff on hold because this is what I really want to do. And what it means to me is that it's brought my my kind of Julie McCoy 
here's right. how you can do things better side of my mentality and my love of print and my need for something to make me more organized. And hopefully it's a system to inspire others to become more organized too. And just to take the, you know, offload that stress of, oh my gosh, I, I've got so many things to do. How am I going to get them all done? Right. Yeah. I feel like um, kind of going along with that, I, I've always felt like we've had this like interesting relationship of like we really push really hard for something and we push almost past the point where it doesn't necessarily feel like right. And then we know exactly when that right thing happens. And so like th- we were pushing through to get this other project done. And then on a whim, I just brought up the planner because I've always had I'm not an organized person at all. I'm an organized wannabe and I'm not a structured person. And so one of my visions has always been to somehow take something and put it on paper because I'm just like you in that fact of there's something so action-oriented about actually putting pen to paper and doing something as opposed to just scrambling on your phone and having post-it notes everywhere and just like really taking that and having that physical product that you can use and take with you and have a part of your life. And so I've always had this thought of like something that I can help people do for an entire year. And I never really pinpointed it. And then finally, I just brought up the planner idea to you. And you were literally like, yes, that is it. Um, And we totally switched gears. So I think like to me, the planner... And what we created with the Nourish Planner was coming from a non-organized person, but really craved organization at some level, but not like a rigid, everything perfectly in their place. Like, I still have that creative mindset of, like, I need to write things out, but not in lines and lists and everything like that. That just bogs me down in some weird way. I know that's really hard for some people to hear, but... I wanted something. And so what I felt like we created that I had never experienced before was like a planner that took the important things like to-do list and condensed them down into the most important things instead of writing 50 things on your to-do list like I have been known to do and then feel like a failure at the end of the day, like I got nothing done. And instead, just pick out the important ones, but also have a place to do all of life, not just bits and pieces of life. And still allow that space for you to be creative in your own way and to plan and schedule things in your own way. And I I think that was really important to me. One, I'm a little bit rebellious at heart. Two, I came from a really organized family and I was kind of like the outcast of organization (laughs) of like not really having a place for anything, but knowing where everything is at the same time. Um, And so I don't know, I just really fell in love with, we went through a lot of revisions on this planner and um, kind of settled on like this space to do some bullet journaling or really to do with it what or how you work best. And I think that's like my heart is kind of meeting people where they are and helping them to continue on the journey of like becoming better and living better and being healthier, whatever that looks like, but meeting them where they are instead of kind of forcing you into a position that you're never going to be. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we had talked a lot about what was going to make this planner unique and what it was going to make it different. And because there are, there are a lot of planners out there that deliver a ton of information, but what sets our planner the nurse planner apart for me is that we are delivering tips, tricks, and resources in monthly themes that mm-hmm. are meant to inspire and motivate you. So it isn't just um, a to-do list. It isn't just a monthly calendar. It's something that you can kind of take and you can use it online and offline because we give some online resources. We're bridging health and lifestyle and cooking in this planner. There's also, well, with the themes that we have, right? We have budgeting, right? we have goal setting, we have when it's, you know, for when it's time to pick it up and do more exercising, it's when to slow down and actually live your life. Mm -hmm. So that each month you can kind of take the challenges with us and hopefully one step at a time, you're going to make changes that are going to make your life better. Right. Yeah. It's not an all or nothing approach. It's more like, let's do this together. Like, let's walk this journey together and just slowly kind of transform as the year goes on. Like, I kind of look at it as like, 
using as a tool for a year of growth of, you know, of growing and shaping and really just kind of in the end, living a more simple life. That seems really basic, but I think all of our challenges kind of go back to, I think one, one month is like, um, the eat in challenge, you know, just getting reacquainted with your kitchen, not feeling that need to rely on going out to eat all the time and, but doing it in a way that's realistic. So it's not boring and bland, but still social and fun and exciting. But I really think that those challenges and the content that we provide provides like that realistic action. That's not like all woo woo. And I shouldn't say woo woo, but it's not so fluffy and out there that you can't take it and use it. So I kind of agree with you. It's really, yeah, go, go for it. No, I totally agree because I am not that self-help person. Mm-hmm. I'm just not, I, I sometimes wish that I could be, you know, I read all the, all the books or well, I don't read any of the books. Actually, I start books and then I'll finish them because that's just not me. So when we talked about how we wanted this to sound, how to look and that kind of thing, we didn't want it to be too over the top sappy, but just to deliver good, solid, inspirational content that people can take and mold and make their own. If they want it to be less, they can make it less. If they want it to be more, dude, go for it. Have fun because there's a ton of information in there. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a, it's kind of like a magazine meets a planner to me in a way, because it's got, it has those tippy information things all scattered throughout. It has the themed months, just like you do in a magazine. You have your, you know, different Mm -hmm. things to kind of help motivate you. Um, It has goal setting so that you can kind of take a look and say, what worked this month, what I'm going to carry forward, what didn't work this month, what I'm going to ditch. And it has some realistic things about, you know, you can say no, you can Mm -hmm. not have to volunteer for everything that you don't want to so that then you can have time to do more of these things, you know, and planning does make time so that you can then actually go out and have free time with your family. I think that that's the biggest thing that Mm -hmm. we all deal with. And you hear up time and time and time again about how I'm overworked, I'm overstressed. I have too much to do and I'm taking this to heart. And actually, you know, I've used this system for the last year, two years. It's a little bit of a modified system because, you know, that's something that I think we may expand upon in the, in the future is make is really blowing it out but, mm-hmm. um, and getting more in depth. But this system, I mean, taking it step by step day by day helps so much. My grandma always had, the best quote. And my mom, my sister, we all live by it where it's inch by inch, it's a cinch, mile by mile, it's a trial. And it's so true. It's like, right. you just have to take those small, those small steps. Mm-hmm. And for me, writing them down is so much more fulfilling mm-hmm. to be able to go by what I wrote down, take a look, see where I am and be able to say, okay, I did complete something today. This is good. Um, and the journal, you know, or the planner really gives you space within it to make it how you want to structure your day. Mm-hmm. So if you are somebody that really is into creating an hour by hour plan, there's space to do that. If you're somebody who wants to forecast into the future month by month, there's space to do that. And there are tips on how to do it too. So you can really make it more of what you want. And like you said, you know, we've, we've created kitchen challenges of how to get back into doing what is important, which mm-hmm. is connecting with family and making time for that or connecting with yourself. You know, it's not always about everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of times just about us. And there are places within the planner that help motivate that, motivate you to do that too, where we have activity trackers, um, we have for the family and for the kitchen challenge, we've got our meal shopping sections um, where there's actually places to put your shopping list and to do your weekly meal planning. It's right. just a guide, but it's a guide that you can totally mm-hmm. turn into whatever you want to make it. Right. 
Yeah, I had someone ask me who reached out in an email and said, I really love this planner, but is this going to be focused on weight loss? And I have to say, and I want to make this known that this is not, it's about health, but it's not anything about body image or weight loss. Or It's really, I feel like the end focus for me was to, and what I think that Heidi and I mesh so well on in health is that health is not like another set of rules or something that we should or shouldn't be doing. But really, I feel like health to me is getting someone back into the kitchen, getting someone back into enjoying the life that they have. And so nowhere in it is it about weight loss or numbers, but really just about teaching and helping to guide, like you said, a tool to help you to put more of a focus on the things that you love and the life that you want. Um, And part of that is doing that through health. I feel like we're we're teaching health in a way that allows people to have more time for the things that they really do enjoy and um in the end feel better, you know, just about the life that they are living. And so, I don't know, like I I I feel like um I can see where that goes and from me being that the nutritionist and, and this is why I love the planner and this project so much is because this is really my heart is not to create another set of rules or another diet. It's really to help people to live their lives more fully. And to me, like time is the only commodity that we can't get more of. Like we can get more money. We can we can lose weight. We can um, you, we can get more things, but we can never get more time. And so just valuing the time that we have and making the most of it. And I think the world is happening so fast that most people aren't even slowing down to realize the time that they are, I don't want to say wasting, but could be living, you know, what they're missing out. And so... I think the challenges like are nice to go s- slowly through it to help you put a focus on health and get back in the kitchen. But I don't think in the end that I think once you get into the planner, you'll find the focus is more on living life. Would you agree with that, Heidi? No, I t- t- totally agree. And see, and the funny thing is, is that you like, because you are the nutritionist, <laughs> you're right. like all focused on the health part. Where like me, when I'm looking at it, and it's funny because I did a photo, like I I took one of the comps and then I filled it in like I would normally fill it in and then took a photo of it and put it on, I don't know, it's on the website somewhere. <laughs> when I looked at that photo later, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like so business oriented. Like the things right. that I wrote down, my my to-do list, it was like, it was all kind of my my to-do list that I do for business. So Yes, it definitely can, um, you know, it can, again, it's just another example that you can make it whatever you want right. to be if you're more business focused and you need that reminder that, oh, guess what? Life isn't just about business. You also <laughs> have a life outside of work. You can do that too. Right. Or, like, or if you just want it to be that more wholesome internal journal, you can do that too. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a really interesting, I don't know. I just want to see what, how people use it. I know. I, I'm just really, it's, it's right. weird. I just can't believe that we actually got things <laughs> done. <laughs> it's so, been a long I'm time in the making. Yeah. I feel like the moment when I realized that this was happening, because it's been a long, I it takes a long time to to do something like this. And there was a lot of revisions and a lot of well, stuff we, that happened. Yeah, go for but it. We have been working on it. We've been working on it for a year and a half on this. Right. Because remember, we were going to try and publish it last year. Yeah, we were. Mm-hmm. For Christmas. And then, it's, and then it's like, oh, wait, we don't okay. have enough time. And pre- so Yay. anyway, we're, I'm just really happy. that, the, And I'm glad that we didn't because we did end up really kind of meshing it and changing it quite a bit. And I just want to say thanks to, if any of you are listening to the people that we plan to, to ask for advice on, and, you know, gave it to them as a as kind of a comp and said, Hey, what do you think of this? Is it working right. for you? Which, and it was so great to get their feedback and to have them mm-hmm. say, I love this. Maybe not that. I mean, really, we didn't get a whole lot of negative either, which was Mm-mm. really, really validating to say, okay, I think that we are on the right track. I think this is going to be something that people can really use. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah. I had a few people along the way who told me like, no, you need to understand that this is really good. And I think when you're in the moment, 
you just do it. You know, you're just trying to make the best of it, but you can't really sit back and see. And I, I feel like there was a phone call that we had just a few weeks ago when it was at the printer and we had gone through revision after revision and editing and editing. And we looked at it so much and you called me and you said, I looked at it and something like, I looked at it and for the first time it was like, this is really good. And I hadn't even gotten to that point where, like, all along I was like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. But to sit back and to really be proud of how this could help help other people, and really that's our goal with it. And so after you had said that, I'm like, I'm going to sit down with this and, like, really soak it in. And, yeah, I mean, you look at it, and there's there's so much complexity but in such a simple way. So like you said, when you verge a magazine and a planner – there's a lot more information in it, but hopefully provided in a simple way. So there's a lot of elements to it that can really help take and shape what you do. And I think that's what's really cool about it. Um, but yet it's so concise, too. It's not like a book, you know? Like, I think there's a lot of information in there that it could be like a little ebook, but really it's so narrowed down. Even from, like, the the seasonal ingredients and those five-ingredient recipes that we put in there and the go-to meals, just, like, simple things that you don't really necessarily think of, but you'd have to go to a lot of different places to find out. I think it's a great place to have as just one resource. And that's important, I feel like. And, you know, and the thing about it is that anybody, if you have an idea, you can make this type of thing happen for yourself. You know, there are so many people in the food blogging industry in particular who are just craving and dying to be published by, you know, a big publishing house and that kind of thing. And, and we had an idea and it's like, okay, we could go out and shop this around, but then you're going to have a whole mess of other Mm -hmm. hands, you know, things going on, fingers in the pot and editors telling you what to do and salespeople. It's like, you know what, we should just create it ourselves. And I think that that's really important for people to realize that if you do have a passion for something, whether it's, it doesn't have to be in publishing. It doesn't have to be a planner. It doesn't have to be anything in this genre. If you want to, you know, create anything for others or you can do it. You can just do it. You just have to make the time right. to do it and have, mm-hmm. have the gumption. And, and I just want to say too, that partnering with people yeah. on, um, these types of projects is, is really important. I think that A, it helps motivate you to keep going and because you've got somebody else in the line of fire that you've mm-hmm. got to, you, you can't let down. I mean, you could, but right. I don't know. I don't know why you would, um, but it's and when in doing that kind of thing, I think setting up these types of partnerships is, is really important. There's a couple of real important elements to look at. And um, you need to find people, somebody else in your partnership, somebody that's different than you. Right. I agree. I was going to bring up the same thing. I mean, I I look around and I see so many people who have great ideas and um, it is a hard thing to start. And it's especially hard when you have no one to bounce ideas off of or really to help take that that next step. I think my encouragement is always don't be so scared to ask someone or tell someone. I mean, I reached out to you on a whim um, for a totally different idea. And we ended up a partnership and then, you know, it turned into the planner and I never, you know, like I never would have wanted it any other way because I feel like there's so much value to what we both brought to the table and what someone else could bring. And so many people try to do so much on their own. And I don't, you know, would I have ever gotten a planner done? I don't know. Um, but like you said, together, you knew a lot of things that I didn't. I learned a lot from from you in the past. We went through a lot of, I don't want to say we went through a lot of struggles, but any project is going to bring its own trials, and we never quit through them. Um, and I think that there's a lot to say, and that's so much easier when you have someone else. And I think that's a, that's a big deal to me. Um, I love working with other people, though, especially working in a a business, a blog really could be done by yourself. Um, and so having someone else to do a project on just brings a whole different, like you said, a whole different element to the table. And I think that's good because um, I have been getting a lot of questions about, some people have emailed me and asked, you know, what were Heidi's strengths and what were your strengths? And, you know, it's just people kind of wanting to know the whole back end of the story. But I feel like it starts with not being scared to tell someone your ideas 
And I feel like we live in a really protective world of ideas. And I think it's just kind of taking what you're passionate about and running hard after it. I had no idea that you were going to be passionate about a planner like I was. And so it was just kind of opening that door and allowing it to happen. Um, So, yeah, I I think we uh, ended up working pretty well together (laughs) through it all. Well, yeah, definitely. And the thing that I think makes something like this a success, too, is to feel comfortable enough to be like, okay, Alexa, I'm not dealing with this part. This part's right. yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't care. I don't want to know about the back end of X, Y, Z. So if you can do this and you're like, yeah, I got it. No problem. Yep. And being able to do that with a partner um, and, and so comfortable in doing it and just being honest with one another and saying, yeah, no, awesome. Or, you know what? I don't, that isn't my skill set. Right then it makes it so much better. And so where your maybe not even where your skill set is, but where your passion is. Right. You know, if you, you don't want to do something, then then, mm-hmm. you know, you need to be able to say, Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's not my gig. Mm-hmm. And the nourished planner is a way for people to be able to do that. It's a way to put down your thoughts, put down your ideas, your goals, your day to day whatever, and be able to then push through and succeed on projects that you want to create. And maybe it's, maybe it's not a big, huge project, like creating a printed planner that has all these elements. It might just be making dinner, right? you know, and it's like, can sometimes be a seat in itself. No so, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's whatever you want to make it. Right. Yeah. It allows your yeses to be fully yes and your noes to be no. And I feel like there's a lot of struggle in saying yes and no and distinguishing what you really want. And I feel like it just kind of lays it out, even from the simple things of like, no, I can't go to this commitment because you understand what you have on your plate and um, instead of getting your feet into everything. And I used to be a really big yes person. And I feel like just going through the planner has helped me realize kind of the value of life and what's important and just learning and using this planner. And I think that has created a lot of value in my life of being confident in the decisions that I'm making um, and where I'm going. And I hope that's really what it helps people do. So that's for sure. Okay. So I want to just switch gears because you are the queen of Friday favorites, which is like, I love your Friday favorites on Foodie Crush. And so I'm going to ask you a few of your favorite things because I think this is really fun. So what's your favorite nail polish color? Oh man, my favorite nail polish color. Um, so okay, so lately, probably what the last, I used to always go and get mani pedis, but see, this is why I need this dang planner. I don't have time to go get mani pedis <laughs> anymore. So my classic thing that I do is that I give myself manicures while I'm editing photos or while I'm writing blog posts because <laughs> like my fingernails can. You know, they can dry while I'm typing and stuff, and I'm not going to get them too messed up. So I've totally been into um, the Sally Hansen um, the gel nail polish. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Miracle gel. And um, I have this, like, kind of light pink color that I like quite well. Um, I think it's called Birthday Suit, I think. Let me look here. Like, yep, it's called Birthday Suit. Because it's so, right by your um, computer, I of use course. that one. But, yeah, I know. And they're back here in front of my computer. I've got the whole manicure thing. I've got all my to-do lists, all of my my like little of um, papers, and I've got you know post-it notes in my pens and all of my manicure crap. I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the Sally Hansen Miracle Gel it totally lasts and it doesn't screw up your fingernails like the like the ones that you get at the right when you get a mani a manicure. Yeah. Nice. I haven't used those yet, but I've heard about them. And you got to keep your fingernails looking good if you're going to do little hand shots in your, right. in, your um, in any of your Instagrams or any of your photos. And the queen of that, I feel like, is Gina from Skinny Taste. Mm. She always has just perfectly manicured fingernails. They're like short, just like clean, and they always look great. They're like every shot of her cookbook. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm like... There they are again. They're great little fingernails. <laughs> You'll notice the fingernails. Okay. What's your favorite app? On my phone? Yeah. Um, well, I uh, 
obviously like Instagram right. uh, a lot. I love Instagram. Uh, just for checking and looking at other people. You know, I was into Snapchat a ton before, and I kind of am, but I don't know, I'm trying to kind of wean, my, wean myself from having so many social media um, applications going on. So I'd say Instagram, but then I love Snapseed for yeah. editing my photos. Mm-hmm. And now that we're managing the Nourished Planner Instagram account as well as our Facebook account, or I'm sorry, our, um, our own individual Booty Crush account and your Simple Wellness account, I really like um, using an app called Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y, to be able to plan out what my board is going to look like. I'm trying to curate it a little bit better. I am, I take probably 99% of my, or I should say, probably 99% of my photos on my phone from phone. So being able to edit them in Snapseed. Yeah. So I would say that Snapseed and um, Planoly are my favorites because I am trying to take back my Instagram so that it isn't just food. I want to showcase a little bit of my life because that's what I like seeing on other people's feeds. I right. like seeing what they're what they're doing and not just photos from their blog posts. Because right. I can go to their blog and see their blog posts. I want to see what's going on with them. So that's why probably 99% of the photos that are on my Instagram feed are actually photos that I take on my iPhone. Right. Um, I just, I don't know. I just want to be able to, I, w- I want to see what other people are doing. Right. I don't That's know good inspiration. I do, but. No, but I do. I mean, I get what you're saying because I'm like, who needs to see more food on here? I mean, it's great, but I agree. I was thinking about the same thing actually. And I just have never gotten the courage to do it. Cause I'm like, um, I live in the middle of Podunk, Iowa. Like who's going to care? Um, but I think there is are like, you stuff? no, you are great. You need to do that more because when I see photos of your kids, Hopping around on hay bales and <laughs> playing with the goats and all that kind of stuff. That is totally romantic. That's like, I want to be that. I want to do that. I can see food all day long. Right. But seeing that side of it, it's like, that's awesome. Right. And I think that it's just a challenge for everybody now, like for us in mm-hmm. the blogging, whatever business, that it's about trying to expose your content. But your content isn't just what you are you have a life too right so showcase that a mm-hmm. little bit too that's what I want to see mm-hmm. I agree I feel like people are craving more realness like because I don't even know if realness is a word but like like craving interaction and people just being real and not so what do I want to say like manicured you know and so well I do anyways yeah. maybe it's just me but I think there's a time for that and I think there's a time to be real and showcase who you are okay so it's the challenge is on Heidi we're gonna do this uh, maybe I should ask, when are, you, I'm up for it. when are you going to bring the family to Iowa then and hop hay bales with us? <laughs> <laughs> hey, as, as soon as the harvest is on. Right. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite fall food? Actually, let's change that because fall is almost over. What is going to be like your thing you're going to cook for the holidays? Okay, this is so easy. I don't even have to think twice. So my mom... Well, ever since I was, I don't even know how old I was, probably four, I, every year for Christmas, we have the same ham and egg and cheese casserole every year. My mom, it's from the Ogden Junior League cookbook um, <laughs> that my mom was a part of when I was little. And we have it once a year, once a year, that's it. And it's basically layers of um, bread, ground ham cheddar cheese, another layer of bread, and then eggs and concoction with milk and mustard. And then you let it sit overnight and then you bake it in the morning and then for breakfast on Christmas morning. And it is the friggin' best Best. thing in the entire world. And And the recipe is on my blog. (laughs) I'll I'll be sure and link that up in the show notes. But that stuff is easy. So you make it the night before and you let it sit all night and then you just bake it. You don't have to do anything on Christmas morning. Yeah. That's the best. Nope, you just put it in. And and then my mom always stresses about how, you know, oh, is it overcooked? Is it not? Is it running? You know, uh, so there's there's still opportunity to worry. Right. I don't think that you're going to get away with that. It's not stress-free. But, no, 
Oh, that's easy. That's, that's like, that is our favorite thing ever because it's, because you only get it once a year. Right. So are you a Black Friday shopper or no? Uh, no, I don't go out shopping necessarily on Black Friday, but I will look for the deals. Right. I'll definitely look for the deals and, you know, yeah, I, I like Cyber Monday a lot better. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Cyber Monday, we're going to have a little something something on Cyber Monday too, so... Stay tuned for that. We're not, we're not having a, it's not a little something. <laughs> it's something. a big it's something. A big something. <laughs> it is a very big something something. For the nourished planner. So if you're looking to purchase, we suggest you stop by nourishedplanner.com. Yeah. To see what it's all about. And it makes now, great I holiday gifts. Of, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I have a couple of, um, I, I have a couple of uh, favorite stories and there's one in particular that I love. It's a local boutique here, but she also has an online shop and it's called katiewaltman.com. She does, she started out as a local jewelry designer and she has the cutest little tiny shop here in Salt Lake city. It's honestly 250 square feet. Oh really? I bet. But she, on her online store, she has some of the cutest clothes. And so I'll go into her store and because it's so small, yeah, it doesn't overwhelm me. It's like I go in and I'll pick up ten things, and they're not very expensive either, yeah. but they're really well made. And I'll go in, and that's boom, I'm out of there in a half an hour. And it's she has great taste. The right. quality for being like less expensive stuff or affordable stuff is great. So, KatieWaltman.com, an awesome jewelry. Put that on your Friday faves a few weeks ago. I mean, I'm a Friday fave junkie. Yep, I did a okay. I think I yep, have. I had a. And her stuff is like only like like a sweater on there was like thirty some dollars, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a. I yes. To a hoodie. It's this really super soft hoodie that I bought for myself, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get one for my daughter, my twelve year old right. smudge. That was and like sold out wears, by the time I got on there. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> my daughter wears hers to school probably twice a week at least, but it's so soft and cozy. So my, I have some stuff of hers that are going to be in an upcoming uh, gift guide too. Oh, good. Pretty crush. Yeah. I have a few things marked for my wish list on there. Cause I looked at it and I was like, wow, this is really nice stuff. And it's inexpensive. Like I thought it was really good price. So yeah, yeah, we'll have to link it up yeah. and snake. I'll have to snag my stuff yep. before we link it up. <laughs> so I have two more questions. What do you think is a great thoughtful gift <laughs> Okay, outside of the nurse planner, because that's a really great gift. But outside of that, like a, <laughs> like a little gift that you like to give your friends or, or whatever, you know, like that thoughtful gift you like to give. Um, okay, you know how you choose a, a word for the year? Like at yeah. the beginning of the year, you yeah. choose, this is going to be my thing year. Okay, I've already decided what my, what my um, word for 2017 is. Last year it was no to say no to things so okay yeah it would open up so that it would open up the opportunity so that I could say yes but um this year it's going to be thoughtful mm. and I just want to be more thoughtful toward others toward my friends toward my family and be more giving so I feel like the most thoughtful gift that I can give them is actually my time and me, you know, like actually right. being available and going to lunch when I'm invited or asking my friends to come over for lunch and, and just like, oh, let's just go and get a coffee or something or, um, you know, being available to do, I've been doing a lot of volunteer work this year and, um, we're going to continue to do a lot more of that next year. And I just feel like more that you can think of others the better it makes you feel. Right. And also it just, because it, it extends those relationships and just makes them deeper. And I'm going to try and be a lot more thoughtful toward my parents because I feel like the, the shaft, <laughs> they, you know, cause they're always there. Parents are always there. Right. And I see it more and more with my daughter as she's getting older. I'm like, I never realized that I never, I'm, I always heard that this happened, but I never thought that it would like I never realized what the magnitude of what would be when your children go away mm-hmm. and it's like wait a minute I mean my daughter's 12 years old and she's kind of starting to make those you know those independent moves toward 
autonomy and, and doing her own thing. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Like, you want to sleep with us tonight? And yeah. she would not let her sleep with us when she was a baby. It was like, no way. She's sleeping in the crib and there's no way. Now I'm like, do you want to sleep with us? And she's almost 5'8". Like, she can sleep with us in the bed, right? No, that's not going to work. Uh, but I just, I feel, I feel like I need to be more having her and seeing and feeling those emotions just makes me realize how much didn't realize my mom and dad probably have missed me right. and, and being there. So I'm just going to try and be a lot more thoughtful. And I think that that is a really, that's an important gift to give to others. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Something we should think about. I remember when you told me your word was no last year and I kind of, I probably laughed at you. I don't remember, but I thought it was great. Did, yeah, pro- did you feel like you like conquered good, it? Did you feel like you conquered it? <laughs> um, I feel like in a lot of ways I did. You know, I, I did things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I said no to things that I knew were going to stress me out. Like at the beginning of November, October was a really busy mm-hmm. travel time for me. I was gone. Like I, I was fortunate, so lucky, so, so lucky to have the opportunities that came my way. And I made some of those opportunities myself by going on a, you know, I went on a frigging yoga retreat. <laughs> I don't do yoga. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I can't, I'm the least flexible person in the world. But my friend Krista said months and months and months ago, she's like, do you want to go on this yoga retreat with me? And, and me, being the not thoughtful person, was like, oh, I've got too much work to do. You know, hi, it's an eight months. I think that you can probably fit something around Heidi in my head. I'm saying, this is ridiculous. And I said, absolutely. I am totally going to make the time to do this. I don't care what it takes. And so we did the yoga retreat together. But but then I also had some work stuff that came up. So I was gone probably, I don't know, at least a couple of days every week for about five weeks, which is challenging when you've got work and family and all that other stuff to do. It sounds like it's glamour and fun all the time, but look, I, it's not for me necessarily. So at the beginning of, of November, I was asked if I would be interested in going on to other work related trips. And they were to, to some pretty dope. It was like, mm-hmm. two years ago, I would have been like jumping and saying, absolutely. Yes. I would have thrown my, my family obligations, you know, to the other side of the room saying, you know, forget it. I've got to go and focus on this, but I didn't. And I said, no. And I have been so happy. Mm-hmm. I, it's like, I just, I have to remind myself to, to say no. And so that then this week has been one of the best weeks. You would think with us launching nurse planner, that it would be like so stressful and everything. I actually feel more calm this week than I have mm. in months because mm-hmm. I've been home. Mm-hmm. I've been available. I've been home. I've been attentive. And so, um, yeah, that would probably be my advice to people is you got to say no. You just yeah. got to say no. And I learned, I learned it from my friend Courtney. I'm telling you, be more with less.com. Mm-hmm. She's, she's a wealth of, of inspiration and I oh my goodness she was on the show like my right everything right yeah she's great she has a whole episode on the show so I'll link that up in the show notes too but she's like full of I like following her on Instagram you're you know her far better than I do but just seeing her on Instagram and watching her stuff like yeah she's got a lot of knowledge and very true to herself but I say you got that going on too calm yeah (laughs) yeah she's She's so calm. Like when you speak with her, it's like, oh my gosh, I need to, I I just need to like soak you in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. With that, speaking of Courtney um, and everything else you talked about, what's the best advice you've ever received? And this will be the last question. Best advice you can leave us with, best advice you've ever been given. Um, I mean, I would definitely say that the saying no is really good advice. Um. But I think, you know, I'll just go back to what my grandma Mary Jane said of, you know, inch by inch, it's a cinch, 
mile by mile, it's a trial. Um, you got to just take things one step at a time and don't mm-hmm. feel like you have to achieve everything all at once. I think in today's world, we all feel so much pressure and so much opportunity at the same time to be able to make things happen all at once. And mm-hmm. you see these amazing success stories happen for people that it looks like it just happened overnight where people have worked years and years and years and years to get to the places where they are. And those are the quality people that you want to be like. Sometimes the people that it just happens to automatically that are a little bit flash in the pan, it's like they're the best new artist at the Grammys. (laughs) They had that one hit wonder. Right. And then you never hear from them again. And it's like, where is the, you know, where is the content and the quality. Right. So I would say just take it easy, take it a step-by-step, put your whole heart into it, and you can definitely achieve what you need to do, but it, it doesn't have to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. we. It's easy with social media to see that instant success and even for some people not to realize everything. Like even Nourish Planner, you know, might have came out of the blue for some people, but not to realize it took – it was two years in the making to, to get to this point. And so it's always a process. I like it. Heidi, you are one of those people who is true to yourself in person, on the blog. Like you are the same person no matter where you're showcasing yourself. And that's really what I love and respect about you. And you have a giving heart. So you definitely live everything you said today. And I really thank you for doing this journey with me. And I'm excited for what's ahead and how um, we can continue to impact people and really just help people to live their life more fully, something that we're both obviously very passionate about. So thanks for being on the show. Thanks for doing life with me. Um, And yeah, just being a part of this. Well, thanks, Alexa. We've got a lot of awesomeness to share and share with others. And we all have it within ourselves. And you that's just one thing that I really respect about you is that you're out there every day preaching to the masses, wanting them to do better. And I think that there's nothing better. There's no better quality in a person than wanting to make somebody else feel better Mm -hmm. and do better for themselves. You guys, I am just so giddy excited for this project and hope that you can hear and feel that through the show. This wasn't just another success for us. But really, it was born out of an intense desire to figure out and create a way in which you can just seek and strive for a healthier and more joyful life. It's not another diet plan or fad, but I don't think this world needs another one of those. What we need is a lifestyle change and a tool to help us in every moment become better. Just like Heidi said, inch by inch, it's a cinch. And I preached it from day one. The small steps, attainable, and realistic things are the ones that make this lifelong. It's not an all-or-nothing approach. It's not a 180 transition. It's a journey, a process, a twisty and windy road to self-awareness, which through that creates change. Again, we would be honored if you choose to join us in this journey, to walk this road together as a group of people striving for a more simple, realistic, and joy-filled life, and through that, achieving greater health. Life is about relationships, community, and living. If you'd like to join us on this journey, just head on over to nourishplanner.com and pick up your own copy of the Nourish Planner. Let's go into 2017 with a bang and crush it. But before we go, I just wanted to thank you again so much for being a part of this journey with me. Through the projects, the twists and turns, and really just allowing me to be open and vulnerable. I am honored to have you be a part of my life, my journey, and I can't wait for what lies ahead for both of us. If you're loving Simple Roots Radio or have suggestions, I want to hear from you. I talk often about how important ratings and reviews on iTunes is to the health and vitality of the show. If you like what you are hearing, I would be honored if you'd head on over to simplerootswellness.com slash review and leave any honest feedback you can. It literally only takes two minutes out of your day and is the very thing that keeps this show findable and visible by other people. Again, it means the world to me and I can't thank you enough for helping me out in that way. So thank you again for all of your love and support. I am forever grateful to you and really just have a passion to continue helping you to live the life you were meant to live. With that, I'm counting my blessings this holiday season and really want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. 
I'll be back next week with another episode of Breakfast with Alexa, and we're sorting through my Christmas gift purchases wish list, what I believe to be a big nutrition controversy of today, and a lot more. It's going to be a packed show. But for now, here's to enjoying everything about the holidays, to fully living in the moment, and savoring every minute that passes. Here's to having a fantastic holiday season. See you next week.